dragon. You became a dragon. A dragon. I swear I saw a dragon. I gotta rewatch that movie. I love it. Hmm? Pete's dragon. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'll watch it with you. Really? I haven't seen it in a long time. I love that fucking movie, man. It makes no goddamn sense, but I love it. <laughs> kind of like a um, Sword in the Stone. Yeah, that. Oh, that it's a very. I like jump. it even more than Sword in the Stone. I, I love Sword in the Stone, I, but I'll admit that that movie is like it's. Plot logic is very kind of just all over the place. I, I yeah, I agree, and I like I like Pete's Dragon more than Sword in the Stone, honestly. Like it's just Pete's Dragon is this like silent killer because it's just way better than so many movies. But no, it's not <laughs> it's carbon monoxide. It's shit. It's like it's got a te- it's got a terrible like story. But did you start recording it? I am actually re- I, I am recording right now. Right. That's fine. This is um, what we do. I I, I just I disavow any opinions I have about uh, dis- Disney movies that are not pertaining to the the canon opinions of UCA. What do we have? Can UCA, does UCA have canon opinions? Mm, if they do, I don't remember any of them. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I so. didn't. I didn't know you were recording me. <laughs> oh, are that's okay. Are we I, just I, the I, best? Are Here's we the recording? Thing. Yes, yeah. we are. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's th- this is not by any means a professional podcast, and you should all know this by now. We just do, we just, we're well, just here to have fun. when is it going to become one? <laughs> oh. When we get that When I make $500. <laughs> and then there are going to be some professional recording. And then when actually- you, when you're on a, a Will Smith's YouTube uh, blog, whatever. We seem to blog. get that sweet venture capitalist funding, and then make a nice professional studio. Yep. And then sell out. And then sell it before we actually have to make then, good on what's, the debts. What, what's our sponsor? What's our sponsor today, Bisbee? Um, Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. If Bitcoin. you need money that is of the cryptocurrency variety, probably don't do Bitcoin anymore at this point because uh, it's come and gone. Sorry, guys. It's, crypt- it's, it's cryptocurrency only used to buy cryptids. You have to buy, buy a cryptid. cryptid currency. Now. now there's I, a thing. I actually stumbled across a. I have um I have a bag of like six Wendigo teeth. How much is that worth? <laughs> Wendigo? That's, that's pretty good. I stumbled across a Reddit post that says, "Am I the asshole for wanting to divorce my husband because he um put two uh two hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin without my permission?" <laughs> Yes. Without your permission, yes. 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 If it's yes. without your permission, hell yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's like, well, no, she's not the asshole, but yes, you should divorce him. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in a community property state, you get half Does of it, that $200,000 worth of If he made it back with a, pro- with a profit... Well, it depends then... when he cashed out and if he could cash out. Right. Because if, if it's dumb... right now, he dumb. <laughs> if it was earlier, maybe you forget. He, maybe. Maybe he was a secret genius or maybe he was crazy. Yeah. You know, it's somewhere in between the two. Yeah. Welcome to Under uh, Cryptocurrency Analysis. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and cryptonomicons. Mm-hmm. And this is going to have all the wrong tags on it. It sure is. <laughs> uh, oh. You're going to be Well, because you, know you know I don't actually write the tags. I just run a filter and it, the, uh, an AI picks certain keywords to splice into the, the tags for the video. The, I said video. This is a podcast. Hi, Mouse. Oh. The kitty has accepted me. Space and, Kitty's here. Space Kitty! If you couldn't tell by the, the audio quality, we're back here on the Raygun 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am David, I am the, the host, and Kayla is here, and Kayla is the co-host. Hi. And uh, we and we are happy to once again be uh, with our good friends Abysme and Paprika. Greetings. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, 
Yeah, you know how's 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 things how's things been since you guys got the the drives the drives fixed? Pretty good, pretty good. We can pretty much come and go in the solar system as we please, um, and hitting up our local haunts a lot and saying hi, and no one remembers who we are, which nope. feels great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Was it, how how long were you guys actually stranded? I can't. Our our um, computer malfunctioned for most of it, so the whole internal clock is fucked up. Uh, I, I would estimate year and a half, year time, solar time. Damn. Yeah. Wasn't fun. He was supposed to be fixing the clock, so. Because I was fixing the engine. Yeah. Right. Well, well one's clearly connected to the other. I'm not going to bother with ship systems until the engine works. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does, and that's why it works. You can work. run ship systems off a generator. <laughs> Well, I mean, I did see. I did see that uh, at least you guys took into account the, the solar panel. I never really noticed the solar panels, mm-hmm. but you know, that's a good that's a good touch, especially if you're stuck on a moon in our solar system because you know Sol ships, three. All, mm-hmm. all the later models of, of spaceships come with solar panels now for the solar sails, right? Yes. Oh, yes. solar solar sails are great. I mean, I've seen Treasure Planet. Believe that, me, that but solar sails are not how you travel relativistically. So. No, but you, you just put them up when you're not, you know, in a nebula or a asteroid belt or pretty much solar sails have like one use and it's very limited. <laughs> it's to power your aquarium. Actually, it's kind of fitting that we're reading the creepypasta that we are here on the Red Gun Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like, you know, the thing is like, we're we're from Earth, but and I write the album wrong on Mars. Mars. Um... <laughs> And we there's only going to be that select few who will understand what the fuck that reference any is. Gamers yeah, out not there. even me. No, it's not a gaming <laughs> reference. It's actually a um, podcast reference. Podcasts are a game. We're in a podcast game right now. True. We're in the podcast game. We're at, like level three. You're kind of point. always playing UCA after you've been on UCA. Yeah, yeah exactly. You never stop. It's like it's like the game. Yeah. When do you level Which, up? Uh, you level up when you get to uh, I think like. 10k subscribers on YouTube or so you guys 8,000 are... so for some reason the number is less to mm-hmm. level up on if you're doing it as a podcast and uh, for those who listen to this no matter what pro- platform I do both so I'm, I'm doubling my XP output right now <sighs> sure <laughs> <laughs> but since since y'all are since y'all are, are um, from other other I'm actually not sure where you're from originally, uh, but we... That's classified. Yeah. I kind of figured, but maybe you could give us a little insight into a, into a mystery we've had on Earth since, uh, uh, how, how long ago was this, Kayla? We, that this, this game, this, this thing, oh, this anomaly? Uh, I think it, it says 1990, so, um, from what I'm reading, uh, it, 1993 seems like the one that's po- the... As I scroll through this creepypasta. <laughs> no, it almost doesn't. It almost isn't a creepypasta because, like, this was, this is 19, if this was shared in 1993. Well, I don't know then... if this specific, like, in reality, if this was, um, in 1993, but, uh, the story that it takes place was in 1993. So, like, this, this, this story about this video game came out, wait. <laughs> the video game itself. Okay, so let, let's get some comments. We're, we're, we're looking at a story called... You guys don't know called... if the video game's real or something? Well, yeah, well, no, it's a real video it's game. It's a real we video game. We just watched more... a video on it. No, no, it's it's less that is is it real. Like and Polybius? It... No, this is real. No, no this is definitely you, you real. Can, you can actually play this game. Yeah. Like, you can actually buy... Uh, well, now it's free, but you can... Uh, it was shareware, and then you could pay money for the second part of it. But now the, the that second part is free, too. Which is very clear that... Well, it's not very clear, but I have to wonder if it was some guy going, I'm going to make up a cool internet legend around a video game, release part one for free, and if it catches on, 
um, people want to buy number two right. to solve the mystery and I'll make money. Right. It clearly didn't work because now it's all free. But eh, eh. Props, props it, for trying to do that. It was ninety three. That was ages ago. True. Um, this is early internet still. If yeah, we're talking ninety three. Yeah, very early internet. Um, and I guess the the reason I wanted to talk to you two about this is because um, there's a claim that this game was made by aliens. Mm. And um, we're not saying you guys made this game, but no, we just want to know if you've heard of any, if any of the. Well, I mean, I guess what we should do is we should go through the story and see if there's any reasonable evidence to suggest that there isn't. This guy's not making shit up, and there was actual aliens my that guess, you might know of. My guess is that it wasn't made by aliens because humans can't. Can you imagine if we made a game? It wouldn't be like a weird orb floating around. There's a lot more sex. <laughs> that's true. You guys don't even think about the sixth dimension. Yeah, come that's, on, that's true. Wait, the well, sixth what? The sixth dimension. The sixth what? Dimension. What? Shut up. <laughs> so let's. Live. So this was posted on creepypasta.com, and I guess it's kind of an overview of this story. And it's a kind of a story within a story. Is it? Or no, is it did I say creepypasta.com? No, I meant creepypasta wiki. My right. brain. Because um, sometimes that does happen, and then you'll have versions that are slightly different. Yeah, no, this so is this is me. Careful. Yeah, exactly. This is me being hit. I, I'm still kind of recovering from the uh, from the uh, teleportation lag. Yeah, from getting up here. Sorry At least no, that's okay. At least this time, you guys like we we were prepared for it. We weren't just like abducted. Yeah, you always have to remember to like hold your breath, close your eyes, and clench your butthole. <laughs> I did that this time. And then breathe after you've. Come. I'm still a little disoriented. You gotta understand. But <laughs> if you're breathing out your butthole, you did it wrong. <laughs> and if you're breathing out your butthole, we're probably in the wrong place. <laughs> Uh, look, actually, it let me to be really sleepy, and now they're giving me coffee, and this coffee is amazing. So mm, thank I'm. You. Yeah, it is, is something I picked up as an Earth tradition. I mean, some there's good some some good things got to come from Earth because I can't imagine a lot does. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys are a tad backwards still. We are, but don't worry, you're 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 making little progress we're, out there. We're 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 trying our best. Does so, this even have an author? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't suppose see one. I the thought the author was named I, Helios. I think it, it seems the author, like... Maybe the author was Helios. Like, there's, there's going to be some weird authorship, because there's an author within an author within an author, from what I yeah. understand. This oh. is early creepypasta. This was before our authors were like, don't steal my work. Yeah, this is true. This is before... This is back when it was more common for someone to just be happy with posting something to um, the X-Board or something, yeah. and just being anonymous. Yeah, that's kind of what the, I figured. The story is comes from Sean Puckett. That's... Allegedly. Allegedly Sean Puckett. Could be a pseudonym. Was the story also written by an alien? Maybe. Well, let's let's see if we can piece out the layers of story here, because we've got one person who's presenting Sean Puckett's story that was in the game, and then the game... Ha- and then the Sean Puckett's story is about how the game basically came to him, or how he... Anyway, um, why don't we go, why don't we round table this? Okay. So, um, I'll start, then Kayla, then Abysme, then Paprika. Yes. Is that good? We're going, Paragraph. we're going clockwise. clockwise. Going clockwise. And then, uh, Space Kitty, Space Kitty don't, she is not keen on reading, so she's, yeah. She can make us more coffee. <laughs> can you? I don't drink coffee. <laughs> uh, in the early 1990s, a game for the DOS system was released by a developer named Sean Puckett. It went by the name Helios. The game was shareware and not very well known. There was another game very similar to Helios known as Helios 2. Despite Helios 2 sounding like a sequel, it very much wasn't. And what Sean did was split the original Helios in two and sell the latter half as Helios 2 for $24.99 in USD. Oddly, both games worked just fine for a Windows 32-bit system. Now, $25 back in 93... 
Have you factor in inflation? Like, yeah. That's that's a pretty decent uh, price for a video game. Yeah, I suppose. I'm just I'm just like trying to think of other games that I played in DOS back then, like compared to this one. Uh, how much was Mario Kart when it first came out? Like Super Mario Kart? No, like, like the no, like yeah, for for Nintendo sixty four. Oh, my oh Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah, most N sixty four games brand new were like fifty bucks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's yeah. Okay. About half the price of a Nintendo. Fair game enough. Game. Yeah, that's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, not much is known about Sean Puckett himself. The only thing known about uh, known on him online is a very outdated company, Albino Frog System, and his website. Wait, I've heard about. Wait, why do I know about Albino Frog software? Sorry, not system, software. That does sound familiar. Yeah, yeah it does. just on the screen. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it sounds... We'll have to look that up later. Yeah, the company itself was, a, was originally known as Night Sky before inexplicably renamed to Albino Frog Software. Someone got a cease and desist letter. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you. The game Helios is odd. If a player were to start up the game, the first screen would be a text story... About the backstory of the game, the backstory is as follows. Dun, dun, dun. Helios, how to produce a game in eight days. First off, I know you won't believe my story. That's all right. You don't have to believe it. I know it happened. And that's good enough for me. Besides, Helios is fun whether or not you believe how it came to be. That is about to say. (laughs) So one of the... Actually, I think we should explain before we get too much further in how we discovered this, because I think credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kayla and I have recently gotten into the... Um, the broader YouTube channel of uh, Accursed Farms, which is uh, Ross Scott's um, uh, gaming channel. He does a series called Ross's Game Dungeon, where he talks about uh, video games. And we and and when we showed it to uh, to these two, they commented how he sounds suspiciously like Silver Dwarf. He does. He does. He I... has a very similar, almost raspy inflection at times. That kind of sounds like Silver Dwarf. I actually, Maybe Soberdorf has another uh, well, I actually, channel. I pointed this out to Soberdorf, and he's like, I've gotten that a few times, actually. I've had a few people mention. Oh, okay. We're announcing it publicly that uh, I think Soberdorf and Ross, Ross Scott are actually the same person. Yes. Or at the very least, that, you that's... Are, you are ruining his, his, uh, his vigilante... Uh, his vigilante uh, YouTube or, channel. Well, or my hypothesis is also that, uh, that Sober is... Um, or Ross Scott is Sober's evil twin. Mm, could be. And they were separated at birth. Could be. That's well, Silver Dwarf is the one with the beard, so... Do we see Ross Scott in videos at all? So Ross, Scott Ross Scott's also got like a beard. beard. Oh, damn it. The plot thickens. So. I th- I, they're like they're like the Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they look similar. They have different appearances. But but the, who's the Luigi? That's a Mario good question. Oh. evil one, right? And Luigi's the good one. The what? No. Other way around? <laughs> no, no, neither. No, no, no. I'm saying one of them is Bob Hoskins and one of them is John Leguizamo. So okay. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what you. That's Fun. up to that's up to what that's up to you to decide, uh, brave listeners. By the way, go uh, follow Soberdorf. His video, yes. his video yeah. game videos are actually really good. They're really good. I think he has a new video coming out soon. As hey. a recording of this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Sorry. As it, it's background to me, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we, we basically, to wrap up that story, basically, so we've, uh, Ross Scott played Helios and explained what this game was, and Kayla found it and pointed it out to me and said, this is based on a, how did you I, I it? Well, what happened was I watched the video, I'm like, oh, this is cool, and then I looked up the game, because I was, I was curious about it, and then I saw, it's a creepypasta, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Is this... Depending on when it was posted, is this the first or possibly the earliest uh, haunted video game, quote-unquote, creepypasta? I, I don't know. Do you know? 
I don't know. It could be because Ben Drowned is pretty old, but, but it's not nearly this old. Like, yeah, this is if this was in '93. But this is. Well, I don't think suffice, no story was posted in '93. Suffice to say, we don't have enough expertise to know which game was the first haunted, uh, haunted cartridge game. Yeah, that's true. Creepy pasta. So. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look at the uh, metadata we'll, after we'll, this and see. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Um. I'm, I'm going through it, and they're like, Helios for Dose, 1993. They keep saying 1993. That's just that's the date they put in here, though. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the date for the game. But not, yeah. just, not just for, like, this in-universe. In like, I'm going through, like, all the different, like, where you can buy it. Like, uh, Moby mm-hmm. Games, 1993. Like, they really try to push the fact it this was... This is a Polybius thing. It is. Yeah. Seriously, this Wait. is from the 80s. It doesn't exist. Yeah, well... Well, I mean, the weird thing is this game actually does exist, unlike Polybius. Yes, it does. So... Yeah, it looks awful. You don't believe Polybius exists? Well, I mean, do, do you... I, I mean, I was going to ask about that weird arcade cabinet you guys have back there that's all covered in dust and stuff, but that's I'm... That's nothing. It's a personal project. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not the sort of person who likes UFO stories, and I used to scoff at them all. Uh, Whitby Streber. Now, there's a nutcase, I think, to myself. I used to watch Project Blue Book when I was a kid, but that was just TV. Uh, are you... Wait a minute. Is that classified? Project Blue Book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Star Trek 2. So on May 5th, 1993, UFOs were the farthest thing from my mind. But, of course, when you're least expecting it, wham, your life gets turned upside down. And it's okay. uh, Whitley Strieber. Whitley okay. Strieber. You have to learn how to strike your butthole real Strieber. quick. Hold on. So May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people party. Did he just get real drunk <laughs> and thought he had a UFO encounter? Not just drunk, probably crunk. Probably very crunk. Probably very crunk. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Yep. Um, but not not it, to mention... Um, the Matador handed him a video game instead of an alien. Not to mention that this is a story all about how Scott's life got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> Do we know where he's from? Or Sean. Did I say Scott? Yeah, you Sean. Sean. Sean's life got flipped, turned upside down. Sean... Who would you? What's this doesn't... Sean Puckett. Sean Puckett. Sean Puckett. We, we don't have a location yet. No, not yet. Maybe, maybe we will. Get oh, one, we will. We will. I just read it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. I usually get to uh get to bed around three in the morning. That night was a little stormy, unusual for Florida in May. Well, okay. How is that unusual for Florida? Florida. I May thought Florida May has storms like all the time. No, they do. Time. Like it, it's always like there's always going to be a rain cloud burst at any moment. Yeah. Florida in May though. Yeah, even in Spring. May. Spring, dude. I don't know. Shit Spring about showers, whatever. I I was there in May. That happened quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, especially 1993. 1993 climate oh, was different. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that different. A bit of lightning kicking off now and then, the, and the steady hiss of the rain, gurgle of the gutters, occasional car going past singing yellowed highlight, er, highlight, yellowed headlight beams through my bedroom window. I did, um, I did most of the po- post-processing for a gurgle of the gutters. <laughs> <laughs> Good band. By the way, um, I, oh no, never mind. <laughs> Uh, that well, that can be inserted later, but we had a we had a, a decent running joke yesterday while we were watching. Uh, Which one? <laughs> oh, a lot of them. There's so I keep many. thinking about I keep thinking about uh, Secular Christ as a good band. <laughs> that is that is such a good punk band. Post-hardcore. So so I used to play bass for Secular Christ. Yeah, but also the fact that Rem Lazar has made a cameo appearance in every movie, every movie uh, of all time, every movie ever. If, if you go back and look. You will see Rem Lazar. Even if it's there for a frame. You know, yeah. Rem Lazar is hidden in every... It's color blue. Well, because every child has a Rem yeah. Lazar, so therefore every actor, every director, every cameraman, they all have a Rem Lazar. Hey, my Rem Lazar can beat up your Rem Lazar. Oh, don't you start. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had just... Yeah, if you become too close to friends, your Remlazars will merge into one, so be careful. But we get a more powerful Remlazar. Did they, did they like, um, fusion form? Oh, like Dragon Ball? Yeah, like Dragon Ball. <laughs> Captain Remlazar. Captain Remlazar. It is I, Captain Remlazar. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I had Which just you... closed my eyes when a low, dull hum started up, very faint, far away. We live near a small airport, so the throaty growl of a private plane is something we're used to and rarely take notice of. Even the eerie drone of the blimps also moored nearby is common enough not to warrant a look. But this was unusual. Private planes, as a rule of thumb, don't fly during storms, or at three in the morning. The blimps were certainly well tied down against the gusty wind. So, what was this noise, this hum, that was growing louder? Police helicopter, maybe? They always seem to conduct late-night reconnaissance missions in my neighborhood just when I'm dropping off to sleep. That that sounds right. That's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not incorrect. It just sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Drifting off to sleep, I think, is more common. Anyway, Mayor's dog has probably gotten loose again. The light <laughs> flickering in my windows seemed to confirm this. The the mayor's dog getting loose again. A <laughs> Florida man loses dog, sends helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Disrupts this power is, grid. This is clearly a small town. Uh, yeah, you're gonna uh, alienate your entire Florida Florida audience. You say shit like that. <laughs> you mean Floridians? A strong searchlight <laughs> beam. Eat the fluoride. By the way, shout out to all my Floridian friends that are out there. Sup, freaks. Kayla Ka- love- was an honorary Flor- Floridian for a, for a summer. I, in- I would not call myself that, no. <laughs> all right, you were temporary for Floridian. I was temporary, but and I do Dude, have- temp- You had a temp position as a Floridian. <laughs> yeah, and for the friends that live in Florida, I'm sorry. No. Of your continued existence in Florida. <laughs> a strong searchlight beam apparently taking inventory of my front yard. Nothing there, fellas. No dogs. No escaped convicts. How do we know that? Mm. Oh, my Dun, dun, dun. It was at this point that fear struck me. Ow. The light, I just realized, was green. The most brilliant green I had ever seen. No headlight was ever that color. No searchlight would ever be green and so steady. The hum, having gradually gotten louder over the past minutes and constant in, vo- in volume now. Spaceships don't hum. <laughs> the, well, the, the good tone, ones don't. No, no. The good ones. Uh, it must have a an inefficiency in its star drive. Well, they probably just bought the cheap package off the lot. Well, I've actually I've actually noticed that like there's there's been no um like I'm, I I always expected like a background hum. Mm-hmm. Every time I've been on the ray gun, it's been pretty quiet. Yeah. Honestly. We have, we have sound dampeners quiet. for a reason. Mm, I guess so. What was I saying? But the tone was changing. Instead of its familiar, instead of its initial droning pitch, it seemed to be modulating, varying in pitch slightly. There I was, standing near my window, bathed in bright green light, listening to an otherworldly hum coming apparently from right overhead. What would you do? Abysme, were you making music? No! <laughs> I, it, I did miss International Drone Day um, earlier this week, though. Aww. Just because I was really busy. I didn't have time to make any music, which, is, which sucks, because I like drones. Droning music or as in drones? like Droning drones. music. Like, you just make drones and you That's try to confusing. make music. Have, okay. have you ever had drones make drones? Like, you know. <laughs> mm, you could, though. <laughs> I know what you could. I, I, you just gave them ideas. I have actually seen, like, on YouTube, some people uh, got drones and then had them sync them to music. With the hum from their motors, mm-hmm. yeah. We uh, we actually were driving, um, oh, yeah. flying around uh, a few about a, six months ago, and we saw a drone light display in the sky around here. We were so oh. confused because we were like, the, all those fireworks are very stationary. <laughs> they all like have little blips of light, and then they they can change. They're just like LEDs, I bet. Oh they yeah, can change color, but it was like just static. And we're like, what is 
Are we high? Is this <laughs> is, is time frozen? Oh, they're drowned. That's cool. <laughs> it was cool. It's cool to see. Uh, oh, I think it is it me. Yeah. Yes. Yep. What would you do? I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did. I ran like a man possessed, nearly killing myself, tripping over a stack of phone books and my mad rush to get to the other side of the house. Sure. This is 1993. 1993. Why would you have so many phone books, though? Because they, they show up on the stoop and you're like, oh, they good, just another appear. one. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're not using them for packing, they just kind of sit around. To the door, outside, to safety. No way am I going to be trapped in this house with who knows what weirdness, be it spacemen, the CIA, or maybe the Illuminati. <laughs> I fl- <laughs> oh, Florida. <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gator from the CIA. I flung open the door, and outside, where the garbage cans should have been, was a bright shaft of greenish light. Standing in the light, swathed in mist, was a perfect copy of myself, with its hand outstretched as if to open the door to get out. In the movies, the hero would now do a Groucho Marx routine and see if the image moved the same way he did. Then he would make friends, learn a new alien language, drop a treaty, all that stuff. I instead fainted and fell flat on my face into the weeds. My last thought was, there go the movie rights. <laughs> okay, I like sure. this guy. I like this guy. He, it definitely has a humorous tone to it, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. It's a bit cool. of levity. Yeah. And I like that to start out with, uh, I don't care if you believe this or not, um, and not even in the usual way of, you're probably not going to believe me, but just keep reading. And even if you don't, I just need to get this off my chest. This is just, I have this weird fucked up story. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm going to just tell you this fucked up story because I just, I got this game and I want to share it. And yeah. at least that's the reason why. Yeah, he's there's, telling there's us. impetus. This could, this, see, this could be like a halfway decent, a halfway decent no sleep story. You know, <laughs> don't, don't disperse this. I'm sorry. Term no but I was thinking, yeah, if, yeah. if this was a no sleep story, the title would be something like, Aliens, uh, I, um, I saw a perfect copy of myself program a video game, and now I wish I hadn't. Yeah, it's something that gives away the entire story in the first paragraph. There goes the movie rights. Now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I was supposed to befriend aliens, and instead I fainted. Now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> there you go. That's that's the one. That's see, that's the movie. Never that's- live in Florida and go outside at three a.m. if you hear a UFO. <laughs> Part seven. Part seven. seven. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's, it's Kayla's. No, I t- I said something. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just got. Oh, sorry, that was me. Yeah, that's you. I don't know how long I was out. Whoever does, but it was dark when I woke up. No green light. No mirror image. No burbling, burbling hum. Burbling hum. I like that kind of noise. Ah, yeah, I guess. Okay. The door was still open. The garbage cans were back where they belonged. The rain had lessened to a light drizzle. The full moon was peeking through the thinning clouds. I stumbled around the soggy yard in a daze. I had a vague suspicion that there would be some sort of alien thing waiting for me in the house, so I didn't really want to go back inside. But the eventual realization that I was wandering around my front yard in the wee hours of the morning under a full moon uh, with only my skivvies on made a certain impression on me. So rather than make a big scene, waking the neighbors up and trying to sound less like a deranged lunatic, which I probably was. Florida. And more like a damn frightened victim of UFO harassment <laughs> in his skivvies, I peered in all the windows looking for suspicious green glows. <laughs> Long paragraph. I, uh, <laughs> no kidding. I didn't see anything strange inside, so I crept to the back door and made my way in slowly, carefully, listening carefully. I fired up I fired up all the lights at once with the light control system. Nothing amiss. <laughs> Check the closets. No alien ambassadors. Look in the shower. No mutants. Uh, opened all the cabinets. No extraterrestrial slime molds. No super space roaches. Nothing. 
Everywhere I looked, zip. I was beginning to relax. <laughs> Checked the computer room. Turned on the computers. Made sure all the drives were okay. Perfect. The data. My latest projects were safe. Here's my only complaint, because in the beginning of this story, he's like, I wasn't, I wasn't much for aliens, and I never, like, yeah. um, it's like, I didn't believe it was like Schreiber, but he seems to have a, no, a lot. It would be interesting if he would have said, like, oh, I, well, no, you, he said he watched Project Blue Book. I, and Star Trek. I, and Star Trek. I well, think. was he, was he expecting to, like, find triples if he opened his, like, shower door? I hope not. I would no, hate to have that investigation. Doing like a, a check because okay, so he saw a version of himself outside with a green light over him. That was it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yep. it. So just sanity. And then he fainted and immediately. I think so. I think he was trying. Maybe and maybe the writer didn't intend this, but I don't know. Uh, maybe he's trying to say, oh, I, I don't believe in aliens. Although I did watch this and this, kind of hinting like, okay, maybe I was a bit more of an alien geek, but maybe. he's not really gonna say that out loud. Maybe. Uh, much more relaxed now, delayed stress syndrome kicked in, and I got a sudden incredible case of the shakes. My heart started to pound, my knees got all weak, and I sank into the chair. Arm spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> oh goddamn. Arm spaghetti. <laughs> Arm spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> and instantly, right out of it, I leapt like an 800 volt cat. 800 volt cat. What a great image. That's a weird... Thing to say. Is the cat made out of volts? Does it move with the speed of 800 this volts? This guy has some colorful language. I'm not gonna lie. I fired up the lights. I fired up the light control system. I.e., I flicked some switches. <laughs> activate... Uh, ac- Alexa, activate lights. Oh, wait, it's 1993. <laughs> um, in and, my skivvies. And, in, uh, and, oh, where was I? Sorry. 800 volt cat. I always leave my chair tucked under the desk. But it had been in the middle of the room when I came in. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I see an 800-volt kitty right now. So oh, the yeah. chair moved. Therefore, cats are electric. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mouse. I grabbed at the nearest blunt object, my VCR remote, and scanned the room intently. Why do you... Oh, oh, the nearest blunt object is his VCR, Dude, VCR remote. remotes are huge back then. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Those are blunt force trauma weapons. <laughs> I don't know what I planned to do with the remote, but I, there it was, and whatever happened to me, I wanted to die with a weapon in my hands. Fair I, enough. I, don't be, I totally understand. I kicked the chair away, and it whirled into a corner. It stood still for many moments, and listening, looking... But nothing moved. Nothing happened. The bright eye of my computer monitor patiently glared up at me, almost seeming to say, What are you up to? <laughs> what do you want? What's you doing? I warily wandered over to the cabinets and, hooking my foot under the door, opened each one. Junk, just like I left it. The shelves of books appeared to be undisturbed. My desk drawers I opened with a back scratcher at three paces. A mishmash of printouts and faxes. Nothing. Looked under the desk. Dust bunnies. Oh, God, dust bunnies. Hell, I feel like an idiot. All this paranoia because I left my chair out for once in my life. I sat heavily into it and wheeled up to the computer keyboard. In the cracks between the keys were the traces of green fluid. Ooh. On the disk drive handle more, I bolted to my feet once more and searched the whole house again with a flashlight, this time checking each and every cranny. Nothing, nowhere. Just traces of green slime on the keyboard and the disk drive. That's gross. Ew. Like... Something echo- ectoplasmic on his computer. He got slimmered. <laughs> so the aliens came down and figured uh, they checked his computer for porn. <laughs> so I wasn't the only one thinking that. No. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm reporting you to my mothership for there. looking at porn. No, he, that's, that's... Wait till your father's ship gets home. <laughs> no, this is what the aliens... <laughs> 
Now I'm just me imagining this teenage alien is like, hmm, I need more porn, and it has just been going over people's houses, oh, taking God. it from Oh, God, don't it. remind me of Teenage Alien. What? I uh, remember the, the it was a Mystery Science Theater episode, Teenage Alien. Oh, I haven't seen that one in so long. Or the Teenage Spaceman, I don't remember, something, something like that. I know, I, I know what you're talking about, I just haven't seen it in so long. Okay. Okay. So this UFO roared up to my house at 3 in the morning in the middle of a thunderstorm, scares me till I faint, and the only evidence I have of it is some rapidly evaporating green glop on my computer. And what's the... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. And what's this? (laughs) Okay, so this is too perfect. So, um, Ross Scott, who... who, This is the... His uh, videos is where we found... um, uh, Learned about this game. Right. His... Term that he constantly uses is like, but what's this? <laughs> <laughs> and what's this? A new directory on the hard drive, a collection of files in it. Right, sure. Aliens brought me some files, probably interstellar shareware, right? Yeah, or why do they have to, to, to green goop all over the co- keyboard in order to put some files look, on the computer? Look, I know you, I know you two have been to Earth. That's a little rude. A fair number oh. of times. <laughs> yeah, right? but we don't leave our fluids everywhere. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I've, you, yeah. you, I don't, I've never seen you leave any fluids anywhere. I'm uh, starting to wonder know, if you're, you're... This sounds like Zorblox. You know, this... He would do this. <laughs> he messes with people. You know, the whole porn thing and now fluid just makes this even more... <laughs> Man, Zor- never trust Zorblox. <laughs> I, I, I will say that um, Earth does have the most exotic of porn... <laughs> You guys like that, with that, is that like the one is I, that like the one thing our planet like, has going for it? You guys put more energy into making porn than any other species <laughs> I've ever seen. And well, I've never seen a species. I don't. I guess. I guess. I honestly, I, I would imagine it's hard to find a lot of species that are so interested in thinking about fornication. Well, here's all the, the crazy time. thing: is you guys will just make up random creatures, but then they actually do exist. So, random creatures and other alien species out there would be like, "Who's making porn of me? I've never even met an Earthling." It's uncanny what you guys can do. It's a, it's a <laughs> the one place where they do think about the sixth dimension. Oh, yeah. okay. but, <laughs> there you go. Now, here's, my, one link. here's my question. Maybe aliens are like, ah, oh, I need porn of myself. Ooh, these aliens or these aliens known as Earthlings come up with weird shit. Let me put something into their minds. You see, rule thirty four is actually a galactic constant. <laughs> oh, that's so. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, did you just talk? Uh, it was me. Okay, I copied the files onto a disk, deleted them from the hard drive. Why would you do that? Um. Oh, oh, I, and, I did a, yeah. and did a complete systems check, virus check, disk integrity check, everything. It took three days, because it was a... Because <laughs> it was 93. It was 93. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing was wrong. I go over to the texting... Texting. Wow, I really am... Part it's of a giant cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I go over to the testing machine and punch up the files on the desk. No read.me. Why am I not surprised? But there is a bunch of source files and one exe file. Ah, oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, okay, so he's so he he put it basically into a, a safe place where we could run it without destroying his computer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't mind running strange things on the test machine. That's what it's for. So I fire it up. Fire it up. He fires everything up. You're gonna fire up a glass of water. Yep. <laughs> he's gonna fire up sitting in his chair. <laughs> I'll fire up pizza. I mean, call up to order a pizza, I guess. I'll fire up my cat. All right, so after he fires up these files, what happens if it's me? Uh, what I got then is very similar to what you now have before you in Helios. An incredibly strange, surreal game. No scoring, no words, just some weird symbols. I showed it to some friends and told them where I got it. They quite disbelieved my story, 
but they did like the game. That's the only part I don't believe. Yeah, no, the game is not fun looking. <laughs> no. And had never seen it or anything like it before. Someone suggested so that... he's up- like the... Oh, who's the guy? The guy with the Mormon religion. Oh, oh, Joseph Smith? He's the Joseph Smith of video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Someone suggested I upload it to a board, so I decided to, but not until I tacked on... The title screen and some good old-fashioned American entrepreneurial spirit. I, di- I divide the game into two segments, and now you have the first half. You can order the second half directly from me. The address is in the order form. I guess they won't sue him for copyright infringement, huh? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I mean, they this, might. is this a weird? He doesn't know. He doesn't is this know just a weird way of, of the aliens just coming and saying, "Hey, distribute my game in your planet." Yep. Here, here's the source files. Yeah, well, my my confusion is if if an alien copy of him showed up and mm-hmm. you know this clone version of him made this game, wouldn't the clone want to make a little bit of American dollars off of this game? Maybe it was like him from the future, and he's sending it back into a time where it was actually worth something. Oh, <laughs> maybe he oh. put a bunch of like ransomware or something on his computer, so any money that he does earn from selling the game, uh, the it gets it sends a kickback of a portion of the proceeds back to the mothership. Right, right. So he expected him to sell the game. But why don't they just take the money from, like, a bank or something? Because... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, digi- digital currency wasn't a big thing back then. We didn't we didn't have Bitcoin. No, no we didn't. And that's how you got uh, your copy of Helios. I made uh, up the name and the title screen. It's a Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Of course. And seemed appropriate. Why? Okay, is there something I'm not getting about Van Gogh? Well, it's Starry Night. It's Starry Night have oh, pixelated. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. But Helios 2 also has a... Wait, Starry painting. Night, Night Sky. Night Sky became Albino Frog Game. But there's no uh, green. There's, there's no hmm. green in Van Gogh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Weird. I don't Van Gogh! I don't know. Uh, when the player would continue... Okay, now we're... now we're, Okay, just to confirm. We're out of the story now. Yeah, we're back in the framing. Gone. Backstory's so, done. Uh, now we're in the framing. When the player would continue, the next screen would be a tentacle. Made of decreasingly smaller cyan spheres on top of an inter- interlaced web of something gray. Surrounding the tentacle would be a color wheel made of spheres in a polygonal pattern of nine colors. Red, orange, yellow, light green, dark green, cyan, blue, purple, and pink. Surrounding the spheres would be nine inexplicable symbols, each of their respective, co- each to their respective color sphere. Each symbol is different, making a total of nine different symbols. In the background of the spheres would be a descending, would be descending rings, almost like a surface mine. The player would control the tentacle, moving it around as if the big, biggest scion sphere were pinned to the web. If the player moves the tip of the tentacle, this is going to get dirty, <laughs> in the direction of one of the colored spheres with a mouse. Wait, if the if the player moves the tip of the tentacle in the directions of one of the colored spheres with a mouse... That feels like an unfinished sentence that yeah. yeah. just clips off. Yeah. If the player clicks in the direction of the spheres, the symbol near the sphere changes. Yeah, that that, that was a weird sentence. I'm surprised. Like, the rest of it is fine. I don't know why this was. Yeah, happens. If the player clicks in the direction of the spheres, the symbol near the sphere changes, turning into the symbol of the sphere to the clockwise direction of it. That's a little confusing. Yeah, it kind of is. I, it makes sense when you watch so it. We did watch it. Happens. We did watch yeah. it. We watched it play out. When you interact with the game, stuff happens. It turns out that this menu is actually a screen to enter a code, the spheres themselves being a level select. This is one of the problems with uh, gaming creepypastas, is if you don't give adequate detail of the game, then 
it kind of loses the point because it has to be the central subject matter. Mm -hmm. But if you do give too much detail to the game and it's not well described, which isn't always easy. Right. After having seen the Ross video, I'm like, I don't know how I would put that in words either yeah. to kind of convey that clearly. Yeah, it's, it's not it's what easy. what we like to call a puzzle game. A puzzle game. To unlock the web of spheres, you must play the game. To select a level, the player must point the tentacle toward one, uh, one of the colored spheres and hit enter. The screen would then change to that of one centered on an almost balloon-like sphere. Yeah, like this. Unless you can see in the image, this means nothing. I yeah, don't care. Mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a ball. It's a balloon. You have to navigate a balloon through a maze. There's a weird tentacle thing that acts as your menu select or yeah. level select. The player would then use the arrow keys to propel the balloon forward. No, they didn't fire the balloon forward. Hmm. <laughs> they have to fire the balloon forward. Fire up the balloon. Fire up the balloon. The method of propulsion is almost as if it's a rocket in space. The balloon blows out some of white gas to push it. The physics are very much like space as well, using the laws of inertia, meaning that if you propel the ball forward, then it won't stop until it hits something. And in fact, then it only just bounces off of it. Okay, there's, there's it's really easy to break that down. There's I, I always the player would then. Uh-huh. The balloon would then. I'm like, can you, can so, you not have a would then? Would then? So one the one thing about this is kind of like blah 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 is the fact that it doesn't really change or affect the story. In it. No, and that's the thing is we got we got a story that was not written by this this writer. We yeah. got the story that was written by uh, Sean Puckett, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think pretty entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's no, that, that little middle story. bit. The middle bit that's all in italics is Sean Puckett's uh, oh, story. Right. That's and a, now that we're back you see to, at the beginning. And now, now we're back to like. Describing the game for reasons. Yes. Have you ever heard, at least they didn't open with, have you ever heard of Helios or Helios? <laughs> hey. Helios. Hey, each level is different. Some are simple mazes, others are areas filled with enemies that either stick to the wall or shoot some sort of object at you, or are things that float around until to- and target you, blah, 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 blah. One thing that is similar between these levels, however, is the extreme tiling. As in the same object or background is repeated again and again, these tiles make up the walls, floors of the level. It's okay. going to be a good addition to the X Games. Extreme tiling! <laughs> this is for um, mosaicers. Hmm. Uh, it's me again, sorry. Mm-hmm. The, object of the, the objective of the game... <sighs> the objective of the game is to go around each level and collect some sort of blue gems. When the player collects all the gems, a small flag with a level symbol appears. The player then moves over to the flag, and when they, get, when they go over it with the balloon, it turns into one of the symbols from the main menu. This symbol is part of the sequence on the Web of Spheres, and when you enter it into its colored sphere, and the rest from the completed spheres, the final screen appears. Oh my god. And, well, the screen is indescribable, so the only way that it can be shown is through a photo format. Okay, why did we have this image and not, like, an image of the level select screen? I disagree. This this screen, like, describing it would almost be Lovecraftian. I'd I'd rather this screen be described. Will will you make this picture the, uh... This is going to be the... the, For for the YouTube version of this, this is going to be the uh, the image, for sure. So people can see... For those who are listening to the podcast, um, what we are looking at is... It kind of looks like that menu screen... But in the middle where the, the tentacle would be, there's a big there's a big cat-like eye. There's like a big, like, slitted eye. It's a yellow eye. A big and, yellow eye. And black then, people. And then there's, like, uh, gray um, lines. It's like a gray lattice. Uh, circling around it. It is a weird-looking image. It's very weird. It's cool. It's it, cool. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty rad. I like it. Yeah. Um, the screen isn't still. Usually a small, almost sinister-sounding alien drone sounds through the background while the small cyan balls float toward the center. So it's like a black hole, but with an eyeball. Kind of, yeah. It, it's like um, some... 
I'm getting um, uh, Childhood's End vibes. Really? It reminds me more of um, like the ending of what is it? Uh, Star Fox. Well, just, just the big face. Just a concept. Oh, yeah, right, of, like right. There's like us, and then there's the aliens we encounter, and then the aliens master. The aliens have their own masters, and it's like unknowable eldritch things that are like multi-dimensional and everything. And like this is. You know, is this what they intend to feed us to or something? Is this, you know, what they're trying like, to use? Are we all just science spheres being propelled by white gas through uh, a maze of tiles only to be devoured by this, the great you know all-knowing, all-seeing This, is? this is Scientology. Absolutely. All the little white bubbles are our are, are, are souls. They're are thetans. <laughs> being drawn towards the inevitable death of oh my God. Zenu or something. Zenu made this game. It is I. I, Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Take us home. This is Helios. No one ever knows whether aliens actually made this game or not. No one knows what any of this is supposed to mean. The only person who has a clue about the game is Sean Puckett, but no one knows this guy or even if he still exists. Only way of contacting him is extremely out of date, whether through the game's addresses or the Albino Frog's outdated website. However, there is one question. Are we alone? Dun, dun, dun. Well, we're not. No. Clearly. We're, we're, we're sitting here. Yeah, what's up? On a... That's a dumb it. question. And look, we're never look, we're never alone because every child has a Rem Lazar. <laughs> Let's not forget this. Yeah, but is Rem Lazar an alien? I don't. That's, no that's what I was hoping you could tell me. I've never encountered him. Well, at the very least, is he an extra dimensional being? You know, also, you guys never yeah, encountered him. Have such big imaginations, I could never tell you the truth. Well, yeah. look, we understand where the you know that the highest point that any mind can go. Is love, and that's how we know about Rem Lazar. <laughs> but we also know about the horrible, like stretched out, pixelated no, faces highest, that haunt our nightmares. The highest point that you can go is into an eye up on the yeah. in the sixth dimension. I Ron Hubbard. I Ron, Ron Hubbard. Hubbard, and spelled E Y. Like I see this, and I can't help but think of uh, not not Lord of the Rings, not of Sauron, but of Simon, an eye of great evil. <laughs> so with okay, um. The story itself is, like, uh... The part- story portions. Yeah, where Sean Puckett is... <laughs> but that's not related to the rest of the story. The rest of this is just facts. Like, strewn I am badly... Yeah. Not... Like, kind of roughshod presented facts. Yeah. yeah. Like, they could have broken it down a lot more. Well, I mean, what's the purpose of this? Is this meant to be a story, or is this supposed to be, like, a Wikipedia that's, article? That's where I'm confused, it? because... Wouldn't it make more sense to do the backstory thing and say, there is a game... Called Helios, as made in 1993 by Sean Puckett, da 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 da. And then you do make the game and you host it somewhere. Yeah. And then people who read this go, Is this true? Is this fake? Helios, oh my god, there's a website. And then they tell all their friends. Right. And then they get to experience the game for themselves. They go to the comment section, they describe it. But this way, it's very strange. It's, you know, here's the backstory, and then here's everything about the game. So it kind of. It dis- disincentivizes you to go look it up and experience it for yourself. Right. So I have to wonder why that was done. I as, mean... As opposed to, like, Godzilla NES, where the game doesn't exist, so you then do have to, like, here's screenshots. Here's right. how it plays. That makes sense. When was this, this is kind of backwards. Story po- when was Sean Puckett... That is a good question. Let's look at the metadata. That... All right, the yeah, metadata for this really particular... Yeah. Uh, for this uh, specific... For this entry. For this page... It's where you pull up that Ooh. edit history. Haha. There's a couple comments. There's only got four comments on this. We're looking. Oh, this wasn't even posted that long ago. 2014? Uh, Tornado wow. app apparently was the person who posted it. That is not long ago. So is this, five years? You know, let's see if it's been posted anywhere else. 
Um, that's a good question. Like this, this particular cover of Helios. Yeah. One now, another question I have is, um, should we play it? Like, I, I don't think we've we've we haven't never done this before, but like, should we try to do a live stream of us playing this game? Uh, ooh, I don't. Well, maybe if it's the four of us, sure, but I don't know. It would be fun to like. It would be fun for like fifteen minutes. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like. I'm not great at video games. I'm really not good at puzzle games. I would get very bored and frustrated very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the Helios one looks like it's doable, but if they yeah. you had to do Helios, oh, I two. would not do Helios two. I would not like from what we've heard about Helios two. It's really hard. It's really hard. I don't really see any other postings, at least not from a simple search. Interesting. It doesn't seem like this has gotten a ton of attention because, like, no. um, there's only four comments, and one of them is a reply. I'll say the ones that I find interesting because one, one specifically, June thirtieth, twenty fifteen, is uh. By King Kobo thirteen says Ross got anyone like to, that <laughs> yeah. video. to which uh, Galaxy Guy one fifty nine replies Damn right wait a minute one fifty nine username what is yeah. that you is that your username maybe we still don't that's one of the things I wanted to you know talk to you two about with your advanced scan technology to find out who the hell username one fifty nine is no oh, we're not allowed to look into that damn it okay that's, right. that's that classified it's classified. I will say also, Rules Crash 569 says, those aliens should sue for theft of intellectual property. Yeah. Again, I, I think it was implanted there on purpose saying, sell this no, game for me. They aren't U.S. citizens, nor are they international citizens, so would they even have the rights to sue? True. Oh. There's no presidents up there. If they can set up a company, they could. So. You set up an LLC. Well, I don't know how LLCs are handled in Florida. Um, well, yeah, but they, so they'd have to, um, they couldn't do like an intergalactic LLC. Well, so if you, or an, uh, uh, just has to be out. Foreign in investors can get green cards if they, um, uh, invest a certain amount of money, typically a million or more, or sometimes less. And also to, if you invest money to make like 10 or so full time jobs, um, and then you can actually get a green card that way. That's that's a law. Yeah, but so like that, that implies they, just, they have citizenship elsewhere. Just foreign citizenship. I mean, right, but what what if they don't have a citizenship scheme in for their just just, just make up stuff? some island country somewhere. <laughs> fucking matter. Um, I you know what would be really funny is if they have to put down Mars because they can't put any Mars. They're not from Mars. It's being the jurisdiction yes. of the well, solar NASA's system. Well, setting up a moon base, so you could just say lunar colony. Well, by twenty twenty four, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I like the premise of this. I like the fact that someone made a gaming creepypasta and actually made the game. Yeah. I've been asking for that for a very long time, and it is, I think, actually slowly picking up traction. Now, granted, this was made back, looks like in 2014, at least, so this is before, you know, we even read the story. But it is, it is sad that the story was kind of just lip service to get, like, hey, check out my game. In a very blunt, boring manner. Yeah, this right. is mostly a marketing campaign for this game. Which well, but, the, but what I what I don't understand is I feel like this video, this this thing was done after Ross Scott dug it up. Yeah, like he yeah. found Helios. So, so this, I think this is actually the game itself has actually been around for a long time. Very possible. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I do believe that part. I believe that this is actually a weird artifact of the internet because, like, you know, yeah. think about something like Ted the Caver. Like, that's yeah. an older oh, yeah. sort of creepypasta before creepypasta was a thing. Yeah. So, but but this particular thing, this particular framing that it's trying to 
I don't know. It's it's weird because it's like, and it's true. If you actually go to the website, like Rod Scott even said this too. Like he's tried to contact him. There is no response. There's been the the website for albino frog is defunct. Yeah, it's it's an old old website with old old contact information. But it's still like there. Does somebody somebody has to pay for that (laughs) domain? Do they though? Yeah, you have to pay for your domain. Oh, so maybe he has. I don't know. They they can um you know if you ever go to like old links that don't work and it just says for for not found. Right, right. This hasn't, you know, up for sale or something. Mm-hmm. But also, like, think of how many subscriptions we have that we don't even remember. True. Like, I've got a Minecraft server. I forget sometimes that I uh, that I've been paying <laughs> so, for. So that website is just charging somebody's credit card, but they're not even looking. It might just be super cheap too, because even like the domain host doesn't even remember it. Well, yeah, but they still have to have a form of payment. Available. Oh, of course. But maybe it's like so cheap that like it just happens. They go, oh, right, whatever. That's the thing. I'll it's go like fifty with it cents tomorrow. or something. Exactly. Who knows? Who knows? Um. But I think you are right. I think that the game was made because uh, we were watching the Ross video. The, there was like green background and white text of the text that became the story. Yeah. So someone probably just transcribed that, uh, put it in here, but then made the mistake of also describing the game, which was just kind of boring. Yeah. It would have um, been it would have been funner if we just read this and then went. Is this real? Oh my god! There's a site for it. Oh right? my god! You can download a DOS emulator. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Oh well. Um, that, I mean, that's well, some of the fun of it, unfortunately. But yeah, if you want to, like, if anyone out there wants to look this up, it, the game itself is bizarre. It's got, especially Helios 2, has got, like, MIDI classical music in the background. <laughs> which which I, it's hilarious. Oh, man. Sounds, yeah. So, it sounds as you would expect. And apparently, yeah, and again, what a, what a great idea to take this game, split it in half, and sell the other half for almost 30 US dollars. And it kind of feels like we're missing the other half of the story because it really just does trail off into nothing. Yeah, it does. And no one's been, as far as I can tell, no one's been able to beat Helios 2, but we didn't watch the follow-up video. True, we that Ross did. That. So I think we might need to do that after the recording. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like these types of stories where they have um, their, their personal kind of humorous takes on, this happened, I don't expect you to believe me, but it just you sit down and shut up and listen. Uh, for uh, for freshness ratings, I'll give this. I'll say that the story within a story, Sean Puckett's actual mm-hmm. story. I'll give it a uh, a otherwise clean apartment out of green goo on the keyboard. I'll give it uh, the garbage cans are not where they're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> for which part of the story? For, oh, for the well, for the well. Uh, this is me specifically the for the interior, but for the whole experience, do you want? For the whole experience, I'll give it a um, a Florida, Floridian uh, storm in May. <laughs> I'll give it a evaporating green uh, fluid. <laughs> we'll go with Just that. an evaporating, evaporating green, green fluid. fluid. Um, and Mouse, what do you think? Good. Okay. Awesome. My thoughts exactly. I love how I love how your space kitty can turn into a boat. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's doing that right now. There's no water. There's no body of of water for her she's to be floating. She's out there in. floating. She can levitate. Yeah, I mean that's that's her. She's all tucked up like a cat, like Earth cats normally do, but she's levitating. Yeah, and, and I always call that boat mode with cats because they look <laughs> like they will just sail. Uh, <laughs> she also Friction does lists. that thing where she goes upside upside down and goes like this. Yeah. Or she looks like yeah. a mouse. Yeah, she Aww. It's when she wants something and she wants to look cute. Hence attention. the name. Yep. Yep. So uh, thank you both for. Uh, a, not abducting us this time, mm. and B, uh, for uh, helping try to enlighten us on this uh, intergalactic mystery. Yeah, sorry, um, I think some human in their garage made this, because um, it looks pretty shoddy, and oh. the aliens would never put out shoddy work. 
Well, if they did, it's because of the limitations of human technology. True, it's not our fault. It's clearly yours. Well, there's got to be yeah. some aliens that put out shoddy work, like well, some some other species out there that are known for their shoddy video games. Plus, when it came out in '93, it probably was even shoddier than it is now. Well, you have to break a game down to Earth technology. I mean, True. that's not you know. It's like there's so much. At the time, all we had was like the Super 32 Nintendo. Thirty-two-bit computers. My God. Watch, like if you play Helios. Sega Genesis. If you play Helios Two, as it's meant to be, it's like. This is just a baby game. It's like, oh, our species can play this easily. I don't know what the heck is up with you, Earthlings. Oh Helos 3 is like a game that you inject into your cerebral cortex, and you experience it like that. What? <laughs> the, the loading screen is just your your entire being. is The whole game is flashbaked into your, your brain, um, a la Cory Doctorow writing. Uh, <laughs> so it's like blue blue uh, Blu-ray releases. This is how you're meant to see things. <laughs> <laughs> this is how media was meant to be experienced. Uh, hey, if people want to follow your exploits, uh, where can they where can they do that? Uh, well, we do have the podcast called Raygun Readers here on the YouTube's. It's also posted in audio only format on my SoundCloud at Abysme. We update it when we have uh, when, when we, we have, have time. Well, we're actually we have the next episode scripted. We just need to uh, get voice acting and everything else done. So expect that in June. All right. Uh, uh, also. Um, because uh, Abysme is going to be in our next one, uh, Animusings. Uh, in June, we will release uh, The Fox and the Hound. And then um, also check out other shows on the Creative Network. like On the Creative Network, the not creative the Horror, horror network, network. Just the Creative Network. <laughs> the Creative Horror Network. Uh, Sorry, my bad. Many of our other fine shows, including, the, uh, including Trick or Track, uh, Darkly Lit, uh, Creepy Cooking Staff, The Witching Hour... And uh, the currently sleeping, hibernating Midnight Marinara. Mm. Um, and uh, also, I mean, since we mentioned Animusings, our last episode of Animusings, which is currently out, had had Paprika on it. And yes. we talked about The Rescuers. True. And that was a lot of fun. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Has no memory. That's okay. <laughs> it could have been, it it could have been an alien clone of you. Yeah, that's possible. And it was, it, we, you did appear in a green light and said, hey, I'm ready to record the episode. <laughs> I did not go all over Also, check out this though. game I found. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>